0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. There was a certain woman. She's in her 30s or so, I guess you could say. And she's very busy. She's always on the go, always going from one thing to the next. And it seems like she can never just quite get caught up. She's always one step behind and it seems like no, no matter what she's doing there's always one more thing to do sure she she tries her best to be a decent person but cleaning up around the house uh, that's not going to get done today and she used to have help too she used to have uh, friends there were there were other women in her community But now they don't talk to her much. And now it seems like they don't want anything to do with her. And it just seems so unfair to her, she thinks, that that she deserves to have a good connection with a man. And yet each relationship falls apart, one after the next. And it gets to the point in her busy life she starts to think, well, is there something wrong with me? Why can't I get a break for once? Why can't I get a win? Where can a woman like me find rest? Now this particular woman, she lived a long time ago in in a different culture, but it's not that hard to imagine, is it? That more or less, our lives are filled with activities and busyness. That there's always one more thing to do. That, there, that our culture always prioritizes making the most out of every moment in life, finding anything you can do in every waking moment. And then when a hurricane comes to town, how much more is there to do? And between all the, the preparation in the weeks before And then after all the cleanup, which just seems endless. In all of this busyness and life, it's not hard to to wonder why the joy is missing. In our sermon series, we talked last week about a life of freedom, a life of freedom which is given to you in your baptism when you are set free from sin and made alive in Christ. And today we talk about a life of joy. And to to do this, to to find a life of joy, we say that, that true joy is found when we find our rest in Jesus. That true joy is found when we rest in Jesus. This woman, she found joy when she experienced Jesus. Now, it, it certainly did help that she was alive at the time when Jesus was on the earth in his ministry. It certainly did help that, that when she went to a, a certain well in Samaria, that, that Jesus was there. But her experience with Jesus turned to joy when Jesus offered her rest of living water. This rest is a different kind of rest than sleep. And what I mean by rest, we're going to have to go all the way back to the beginning. Because when God created the heavens and the earth, he created, created the seas and the land, he created all the animals and the plants and the birds and the, and the, and the fish in the sea. And he, looked, he took a step back and he looked at all that he had made and he said, this is Good. And he made man in his own image and it was very good. And on the seventh day, it's not that God was tired. It's not that God needed some sleep. No, he, he created the darkness and the nighttime for sleep for his creation. But on the seventh day, God rested. And he said, this day will be holy and it'll be called the Sabbath day. Because on this day, everyone will rest. And God didn't, He he took a break from creation, but He didn't just check out for the day. Because on the seventh day, God created the Sabbath day for rest. And what He meant by this was that the Sabbath day was for God to enjoy His creation and for his creation to enjoy the presence of God. It's hard to imagine what that would have been like so long ago. But in the beginning, when everything was perfect, when there was no stress or or worries, that in the beginning, when God made the heavens and the earth and created this Sabbath day rest, it was all for him to enjoy his creation and for his creation to enjoy him. There's some that that say that the chief goal, the the chief purpose of man and women is to glorify God and enjoy his presence forever. This Sabbath day rest, uh, you can think of it this way. You've heard the, the saying, I'm sure you have, that if you find something you're passionate about, then you'll never work a day in your life. Have you heard that before? Or, or maybe something similar along the lines. But that's Sabbath day rest. That's what they mean by Sabbath day rest. That the, there's still uh, work to do. There's still things to do. But it doesn't feel like worth be- work because you enjoy what you're doing. That's Sabbath day rest. Or, or consider some people's hobbies. Some people have hobbies that are actually quite physically taxing. Some people enjoy biking like 100-plus miles a week. Some people enjoy hiking or even camping, just to name a few. And these these hobbies can actually involve a lot of work, but they don't feel exhausting because it's something that you enjoy doing. That's what Sabbath day rest is. It's God experiencing his creation. It's for God's creation for men and women to experience God. And enjoy the presence of God. That was the confusion in our gospel reading today. That was the confusion about what the Sabbath day was about. See, the the Pharisees, they thought that the Sabbath day was about getting it right. That if you want a true life of joy, you got to get it perfect. You got to follow the Sabbath day, every little thing down to a T, and only then will we have a life of joy? And they needed everyone to do it too. They needed all of God's people to follow the Sabbath day perfect and then, only then, will we experience a life of joy that comes from God. And so when the Pharisees, they saw Jesus' disciples walking through the fields and and plucking grains, well, technically, you're breaking the Sabbath if you're doing that. If you pluck the grains and if you were rubbing it between your hands to, to, to get out the, the grain itself and, and popping it into your mouth, well, technically, that's doing work by, by harvesting and preparing food. And technically, the Pharisees are right in their accusation. And I'm sure that technically, Jesus could have argued uh, a a better interpretation of what it meant to keep the Sabbath, but Jesus does not give a technical response to the Pharisees. He does not give a technical response to the Pharisees. He says that if you want a true life of joy, it's not that you're not doing it right, It's not that you haven't gotten everything right and then you'll find rest, then you'll find an experience with Jesus, then you'll find the true life of joy. Jesus says that the Sabbath day rest is not about doing what right, but it's about getting who right. That the Sabbath day was not about the things to do right and wrong, but it's about the person that it's all about that Jesus gives a a few examples from from King David to the, the priests in the temple and even quotes the prophet. But Jesus says he's even greater than those when he concludes his statement by saying that the Son of Man, that's Jesus, is Lord of the Sabbath. That the Sabbath is all about Jesus. Now this Lord of the Sabbath, that sounds a little strange to our ears. And to make sense of that, we have to go back and read the first three verses that we read this morning. When Jesus says, come to me, all who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, on any day of the week. Not just on the Sabbath day, which was Saturday. Not just on Sunday, which is the day that Jesus rose from the dead. But come to me on any day. Come to me, all who are weary and worn out. Come to me, all who who just one more thing that you have to do will, will put you over the edge. Come to me, all who just need a break. And I will give you rest. This is an invitation for all people. This is a sure promise that if we come to Jesus, you will certainly find rest. This Sabbath day rest is found only in the Lord of the Sabbath, in Jesus. Now, how do we come to Jesus? Well, like that woman that I was talking about earlier, it just so happened that she found an experience with Jesus, that she found Sabbath day rest when Jesus came to her. That if you want to meet Jesus, that if you want to have that same experience with Jesus that turns to true joy, that that's what happens in this place where Jesus promises to meet you here, that you are united with Christ in the waters of baptism, that Jesus promises to meet you here in his very true body and true blood. That through God's word, he promises to be here with you. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I will be with them also. That this true Sabbath day rest, this true life of joy is found when we gather for worship in this place. Now, since the, the Lord of the, Jesus, the Lord of the Sabbath, has now opened it up to any day of the week, I suppose some, some Christians have taken that to mean that, well, I guess that means we should probably meet for worship every day. Don't worry, I'm not suggesting that. But what is there to do through on, on Monday through Saturday where you can still find this Sabbath day rest? where you can find this experience with Jesus and experience this true life of joy. And that's in personal devotion to Jesus, that Jesus promises to come to you when you call upon his name, when, when you take a, some time out of your already busy day and come to Jesus, and he says you will find rest. There have been many practices that, that Christians have had uh, throughout the centuries, and that they've taken many different forms of personal devotion. And maybe you think, well, well how do I start something like that? What, is, what, what do other people do that I might try some of that? So if this is something that you've never done, I, I would like to say that there's, there seems to be three main ways, three common uh, groups or, or types of devotion that, that have worked well for other people to experience the Sabbath day rest and and the experience with Jesus. The first one is is one of an intellectual uh, study. Uh, It's an intellectual study of reading study notes on the Bible or personal devotion books, uh, of studying more about what is in God's word, what it really means, what more was going on, what more can you find out. It's an intellectual study uh, of learning and, and reading. Or maybe reading's not your thing, but you enjoy listening. There are many, many podcasts out there uh, of studies on the Bible. Just, just to name a few, there's the many podcasts put out by the 1517.org or Lutheran Hour Ministries. You know, I'm just trying to get you started with a few ideas. But that's the intellectual side of, of learning and reading and studying. The second one that, that has worked for many people is an artistic expression. It's singing and making music, listening to and making music of all kinds. Uh, Some people enjoy joining the choir or singing with other people. Or or maybe even other forms of of material arts like like paintings and drawings or pictures. That Christians throughout, since Christianity began for thousands of years, Christians have been writing songs and, and making art as part of their personal devotion to God, as part of a way to experience Jesus, to find that Sabbath day rest. So there's the intellectual side and the artistic side. The third one is in community. That people have found their Sabbath day rest, have found that that true joy in Jesus, in community with others, in in sharing their faith with friends and family, and even with strangers that people have found that in community, uh, whether it's a small group here at St. Luke's or another group you're involved with, uh, I'm just giving you a few ideas, I'm not trying to limit you, but in community, people have found that Sabbath day rest in community. And so whether it's intellectual study or it's an artistic expression or experience, or whether it's in community, If you're just getting started, I I want you to try any three of these, but I don't want you to find your method. I don't want you to find your way. Why? Because, well, each of these three ways are ways in which the Holy Spirit works in you. Uh, You might gravitate towards one or, or maybe not as much towards the other, but that in all three of these ways, the Holy Spirit is working where God comes to you where we find this Sabbath day rest as God works through his word, through his people, as they are gathered here in this place and through your daily lives of personal devotion. We say that this true life of joy, this true rest that is found in Jesus, comes to you in worship. That when we say, when Jesus says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest when we find Jesus as he serves himself, when we find Jesus in his very words, spoken and read, that this true life of joy as we go out as disciples with awakened hearts is found when we find our rest in Jesus. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, Keep your hearts in mind in Christ Jesus.